0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Going to go heavy, heavy on recruiting today. Class of 2022, we're going to welcome in Dwayne Long to give you his top five most wanted in the class and a few other names. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh,
0: <laughs> we're, uh, we're getting close to football, so
1: uh, I'm, in, I'm
0: in good spirits.
1: The class of 2021, we know Ohio State, very likely to finish with the number one class in the country. I guess Alabama has an outside shot, but smart money is on the good guys. Today is going to be the first day with Dwayne, at least, that we turn the page to the class of 2022. So we're going to take it right from the top and give you Dwayne's top five most wanted. This is not necessarily ranking of who's best. This is most wanted based on needs, et cetera. Dwayne, are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, Gabe Powers, outside linebacker, Marysville, Ohio. Yeah, this,
0: this kid, when you, look at, when you look at Gabe Powers, you're looking at uh, – I mean, you've got to go back. Reed Carrico, awful great-looking uh, linebacker from, uh, from from the state. But Gabe Powers is as good a defensive uh, uh, front seven guy as we've seen, you know, other, other than Jack Sawyer. We don't know where Gabe Powers is going to play. He's just really go get him and worry about it later. He's played both linebacker and defensive end. Does them both highly effectively. Uh, Great-looking athlete, you see some of that, especially when they on the tight end film. Gabe Powers is a kid that we're in great shape with, and that's such special news. And here's another thing: linebacker. We don't know. Look what, Look at the turnover that's getting ready to happen. You got Tough Borland. he's going to be gone. We're losing Pete Warner, Justin Hilliard, even, and uh, Baron Browning. Four linebackers definitely going. And then you got to look at the younger guys. And I really like what we see out of out of Pope in particular. It just got a nice set of linebackers, but they're going to be juniors. So we want to get some guys in here, get a couple of good classes. We got we got several good guys this past season. But this 2022 class, another level of linebackers. I mean, it's it's as good as it's been in in years, and uh, so we need to we need to dip into that and get uh, and get some really high quality guys.
1: Which brings us to number two, and building on top of that, number two is Sean Murphy, an inside linebacker from Stonewall Jackson in Northern Virginia, the DMV. Six foot two, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Number one player in the state. Number two player at his position. What intrigues you about Murphy? You
0: you see the instincts. Uh, it's so important with linebackers that they be able to read, react, run, and you see that out of Sean Murphy. He's seeing the plays and he's getting there quickly. Uh, and and did the kid just great looking frame? He's going to be able to add good weight. Uh, I think he could play inside or outside. Uh, we've had a, had a discussion about some combiner he was involved in recently and, and that he didn't really show that well. And I said, you got to look at the film. Yeah, I love the, the T-shirt and shorts pony show. It confirms so many things, just like the combine confirms for the NFL. Uh, but what you see on film is that's this is what this is. This is not the decathlon. This is football and seeing what this kid can do on a football field i'm not surprised at all he's number one inside linebacker on 247 the, the kid's just really special and let's not forget we are killing it in virginia that's that's huge and with what we've got coming in i think we got some real nice linebackers last year but 2022 you just it doesn't just look at the films these CJ Hicks Gabe Powers Sean Murphy these kids are just uh, – it's just another level of linebackers.
1: He plays big school football in Virginia, too. Antoine Sampa, the linebacker, headed for LSU out of this class, plays in that conference. For those of you that remember Deshaun Hand, he played in that conference. Stonewall Jackson is also, for those of you in the wayback machine, Tim Settle, the big defensive tackle Ohio State once had interest in. He's now in the Redskins, Stonewall Jackson High School. We have reached number three. We're gonna head north up I-95 to Baltimore, St. Francis Academy, and Derek Moore. Strong side defensive end, six foot four, two hundred and forty-five pounds, the number two ranked player at his position. Is this the next in the long line of standout defensive ends for the Buckeyes to bring into the fold?
0: If you've been around here for a while, you know I've said forever, you win championships with defensive line and quarterback, and Ohio State has been outstanding bringing in guys at both defensive line and and quarterback won a championship competed for a couple of other ones that's that's where it's at and you know we've had we go from from joey bosa to nick bosa to chase young now we've got zach harrison in here and we got jack sawyer on the way Derek moore he continues that that excellence that i mean this kid wow he comes off the ball. He's a great looking athlete. He's long. He's everything you, if you're building a defensive end, you, you end up with Derek Moore. And again, it's important, Maryland. We have killed Maryland, and he's a Maryland kid. So uh, I, we'll get in there on him. You know, we're, it's too early to really pay, except for the kids like Gabe Powers who are saying, Yeah, I'm a strong Ohio State lean. It's, you know, when we know somebody's really going to have to knock his socks off to try to change his mind. He really wants to come to Ohio State. He's just leaving open the, open the possibility that somebody will go, wow, make him say, wow. Uh, but uh, other than kids like that, the, where they're, who they're favoring, cool, warm, whatever, it's just kind of, it's too early.
1: We're going to take a break. Come back Hit number four and five. Okay, we are back, Dwayne. The second half of your theory on winning championships is quarterback. Quinn Ewers has a perfect rating from 24-7 Sports. All the ratings you see on there are .9-something. He is one-point-something. A lot of people think he's the best quarterback in the country, despite the fact he's only going to be a junior at Southlake in Texas, which is basically a football powerhouse. Your thoughts on Quinn Ewers. Is he worth the hype?
0: Oh, yeah. You watch this kid just throw the ball. They say he's the best uh, high school quarterback since Trevor Lawrence. And you look at him, and he looks so much like War- Lawrence. He's a little bit shorter, but just the throwing motion is just so natural. It's, there's no hitch in it at all. There's no uh, look at his arm and, and say, okay, well, maybe they, they can think about trying to iron that out or this or that. He just beautiful stroke on this kid. Throws the ball beautifully moves around pretty well i see why he's he's getting that uh that accolade that he's the best high school quarterback in the country regardless of class i you can see it in him arm strength he's got it all he's got touch he is everything they're they're cracking him up to be kid kid has a chance to be really really special uh and, and you got to Look at what's going on. You know, we had a thread last week about quarterback room. Who's got the best quarterback room? That's changed. With the quarterbacks, we're always ready to transfer. Because one guy plays, and unless he's hurt or they're in a blowout, he's going to play. So quarterbacks have always been more inclined than any other position to to move. You know, one guy plays. That's just the way it is. And now with the transfer portal, portal where they do not have to sit out, it's they're the, the, we're going to see the the theory behind the quarterback room is keep them in there constantly because you're going to lose them. There's no way we're going to keep both both uh, Stroud and Miller. It's just not going to happen. We'll, we'll see what happens from there. But you've got to keep pumping them in there, just fresh blood all the time because they're not going to stick around. So you go, you know, you think what we've got here that maybe quarterback isn't a priority. Yes, it is every year. You've got to have a quarterback. Keep them ready to be painted. A new number is going to be over, over the quarterback lockers because they're going to be changing that quickly.
1: Number five, this is an impressive young man, Travis Shaw, defensive tackle out of North Carolina.
0: You know, Dan, I was, I'm watching this kid, and I'm saying, are you kidding me? For one thing, the film that I had readily available, I didn't look for junior or sophomore film. What I saw was freshman film and I could not believe what I was looking at. I measure all defensive tackle classes by the 2016 class, which had eight or ten kids in it that, that were could have been five stars if they weren't. I don't remember how far deep they went with actually ranking five stars. This kid here, his first step, he's moving faster than anybody on the field, and he's listed at 6'5", 3'10". He doesn't look it. He looks 6'5". He looks more like 275 just a beast of an athlete, comes off the ball. He's got the, the guys in front of him beat just off the first step. He's gone. He's by him. They're not going to – a kid that big, they're not going to uh, be able to recover uh, when he's moving that quick. No, it, and he is uh, – the big problem with him, North Carolina. And what's, what's that? Mac Brown now. Mac Brown has always been a monster recruiter. And this kid, if he's not top of their list, uh, he's going to be. So trying to get in there and pull him out of there, that's going to be huge. Just such an impressive. This kid would have been in the top five in that uh, 2016 class.
1: Who fell just short of making your top five? The two names I have that we discussed, Justin Medlock and Caden Curry.
0: Yeah, Justin Medlock is the linebacker from Texas that has shown a a real serious interest in Ohio State. And, you know, uh, the one thing I would say about him, We don't know what's going on with Sean Murphy. Uh, He seems to be all over the place. He hasn't really settled yet on on his top schools. Well, if Justin Medlock wants to commit, you take him. He's too good to sit around and wait on Sean Murphy. He's just that good. Uh, And and his interest in Ohio State has been high. He's made public statements to that effect. So uh, you you, you have to look at at Justin Medlock. The other is Caden Curry. Now, you play – Uh, several tackles and especially under Larry Johnson, uh, all all defensive linemen are going to be rotating in and out. They don't, you can't even really say position because how, you know, uh, Chase Young was the top uh, rush end in the draft, but he played sometimes on the, uh, on the uh, strong side. You know, it's just, he's going to rotate guys in. Caden Curry is from Indiana. That's one thing that, that got my attention. He is, so lightning quick off the ball, great athletic guy. A little bit undersized, not as big as as uh, uh, you're not ideal uh, defensive tackle size, but close enough. And his quickness and athleticism are off the charts. And if there's a top kid in Indiana, Ohio State's probably going to get him if we want him. So uh, Caden Curry's in the, a name to keep in mind. Uh, I'd like to see us go back after him. And I got to throw one more out there. Uh, number one. Weak side end in the country uh russian uh, n a n a or n i white uh, he's from uh, uh, Philadelphia, and we've been hitting hitting that area hard, causing Penn State a lot of problems too. Wow, is he something coming off the edge just a a, a superb talent so those are some those are some other guys that I think we want to throw out there, and you know it's awful early, so get in there. Uh, get your foot in the door. Uh, we've seen what's happening with, with guys. And when we really, when Ohio State comes calling, kids listen. A couple other guys, Luther Burden, a receiver from, from St. Louis. I think they said he's related to Juice Williams. He's a good-looking receiver. Uh, Caleb Burton, though, uh, from Del Valle, Texas. He's special. He's, he's not the biggest guy, kid in the world, but he is really a great looking football player. The wide receiver room is, is pretty thick right now, so that's why I did not include him. These guys are not what we've seen the last couple of years coming out, but they're still awfully good receivers, and we have to keep in mind that elite receivers are going early. So, you know, we could be losing some kids quicker than we, we want to, so we may need to to stay on top of those kids and try to make sure we're in good shape with them, replenish the wide receiver room. Gotta have those guys. Right now we're doing a lot more picking and choosing than we are recruiting.
1: That should give you a great start to the class of twenty twenty two. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Buckbudders.